Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by John Hilson. Thanks so much for joining today. Oh, thank you for having me. Would you like to introduce yourself and share what your work focuses on? Hi, I am a nurse at the Duke Cancer Center in Radiation Oncology. I'm working primarily with the head and neck population. Uh, I've also just recently finished DNP at the University of North Carolina in Greensboro. And for my DNP QI project, I was looking at radiation oncology nursing education. Mm -hmm. It's something that really isn't covered much in core nursing, and it's not been covered quite in the depth I think it needs to be in the oncology right. world either. And uh, the opportunities for education are really quite reduced at the uh, national, uh, right. state, and local levels. And uh, I really think that that goes in maybe prevents us from making the contributions to radiation oncology that we could. Right. Uh, so you presented a session on Wednesday titled Hot Topics in Radiation Oncology. Uh, so with the rapidly evolving field that this is, what have some of the latest technology improvements included? Um, there have been some substantial improvements in technology. Uh, it was only in 1998 that uh, some of the latest generation of therapy, uh, IMRT, became uh, commercially available mm -hmm. and uh, that's now really taken over most of the, uh, the treatment world. And uh, that's continued to be optimized as well. Uh, for my part, working with head and neck means we can go and spare saliva glands. Mm -hmm. We can go and avoid healthy tissue and spare it to a greater degree than we've ever been able to before. That's mm -hmm. had enormous improvements in side effects. And that means we really need to rewrite the book on side effect uh -huh. management. Uh, we're hearing some great things about protons. We're uh, some exciting things coming out about carbon ion therapy. A lot of massively exciting new technologies. But the one quote that I, and this comes from uh, Dr. Fumiko Chino, and uh, there was a New England Journal of Medicine article on healthcare reform and equity for undocumented immigrants and when crisis meets opportunity. Ultimately, the answer to reducing mortality from cancer and other serious illnesses in underserved populations lies not in the next moonshot cure, but improving access to basic on-the-ground care. Mm -hmm. And uh, absolutely, that is so true. Uh, protons, we hear fantastic things about them. There's not enough for one for every single state. Mm -hmm. That means that there are a lot of patients that aren't having that. Um, the odds of having... Uh, five-year five year cure, uh, sorry, uh, five-year disease-free mm -hmm. with uh, lung cancer is about one in five. It's only about 21%. The vast majority of patients, over 55%, are actually diagnosed when they're already metastatic. Mm -hmm. We are really need, seeing a need there for better screening. Right. Uh, the same way for head and neck cancer, uh, the vast majority of patients are diagnosed after they've already had uh, spread to the lymph nodes, mm -hmm. local regional disease. Right. Um, are there any uh, new techniques on the horizon that you're looking forward to seeing to help, you know, address these, whether in, in screening or in, as in, in treatment approaches? I think the, the biggest cause for excitement is that it's actually become something we're acknowledging. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Dr. Chino, who I mentioned, uh, Sherwood McClelland has uh, been an absolute giant when it comes to uh, uh, minority groups and disparities. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some fantastic papers that I think we all need to be reading. They've all been published. The, the vast majority has happened only within the last decade. Wow. And, and uh, 
I think just, uh, well, the first step to addressing a problem is to be aware of it and acknowledge it. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, do you have any resources you'd recommend uh, for nurses to stay updated on the latest techniques? And I think uh, also within the fairly recent timeline, uh, we're seeing that uh, there's a lot more chance for inter interdisciplinary work, a lot more chances for collaboration. Yes. Uh, the Radiation Oncology Collaborative Study Group, or ROCSIG, uh, Dan Golden has been involved in a lot of uh, research into how to better teach radiation oncology. Right. And the focus was in how to teach medical students and uh, residents because there really wasn't a lot of focus on that right. within the profession. But uh, they're very open to any nursing collaboration, collaboration with other groups to go and improve the visibility and the understanding of what they're working on. Right. There have been papers within the last few years talking about how uh, radiation in medicine is not well covered for medical students and the same thing for nurses as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think so far we've been lucky. Uh, the, uh, some of the nursing research coming out of the Fukushima radiation area, they were finding their nurses were not prepared. Mm -hmm. uh, we do know when Three Mile Island had their partial meltdown, there were 14 hospitals, 62 nursing homes within a 20-mile radius. Uh, definitely, if there is any kind of radiation disaster in the U.S., there's no doubt nurses are going to be on the front line. Mm -hmm. And for that, the best sources I'm seeing are the CDC and the NRC. They've done some really great work at uh, trying to go and make radiation accessible and understandable. Uh, Radiopedia, uh, spelt, I guess that's British, R-A-D-I-O-P-A-E-D-I-A, -E okay. goes and covers a lot of uh, the side effects of radiation and mm. the radiology component, which I think we've also gone and ignored a bit of. Mm -hmm. um, radiation oncology is descended from radiology. It uses a lot of the same technologies. And for better safety and better outcomes, I think nurses need to be more aware of that, yes. as well as radiation in general. Uh, and from there, radiology.org by the American Board of Radiology. They have some uh, fantastic resources, very plain language, very accessible. And the American College of Radiology has some great information as well. NCI is definitely the best resource I've ever come across for uh, understanding the disease processes and trying to get the overall idea. And uh, ASTRO and RTE Answers, uh, some very good uh, materials that they're starting to develop looking at uh, patient education, which is also very helpful for the, the new nurse as well. Definitely. Yeah. Great, thank you. Those are some all, um, some really great resources, and we'll, we'll link to all of those in the interview so that they're easily accessible for everyone. Okay. Um, so along this uh, line of education, um, are there any new approaches to patient education recently? Some of my work, I got to admit, I started with uh, focusing on the education for the for the experienced nurse. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, the first radiation oncology nursing needs assessment was done in 2021. Wow. And it showed it was a flip a coin if any nurse had actually received any onboarding education. Mm -hmm. The vast majority were learning on the job, mm -hmm. trial and error, and maybe learning from their physicians or learning from other nurses who presumably also had the same deficiencies in their education. Mm -hmm. And nobody had any education on radiation in school. Wow. So I think our ability to go and contribute to the field, our ability to go and best educate our patients, I think we need to understand the modality. Mm -hmm. I think we need to understand uh, radiation a little bit better. 
and a number of the diseases that are being treated with radiation. Nursing school typically covers the top diagnoses, you know, your breast, your uh, prostate, um, colon cancer, lung cancer, those that are definitely uh, treated by radiation. Mm -hmm. But something like head and neck cancer is something that was never covered in really? nursing school when I went through, or that very minimally, if it ever was touched on. So while there are some opportunities for how we go and teach our patients, and I think I like what Astro has done with RT answers, videos that are accessible out there. But one of the challenges with radiation is it has become a precision modality. Right. And uh, that means that uh, I can have a couple patients with head and neck cancer that have completely different stories, completely different side effects. Mm -hmm. And uh, that really does mean that the, the frontline nurse, all of the frontline workers who are doing the education for that specific patient, they can't go and just simply have a, a, a cookie cutter approach uh -huh. to educating everyone. Right. And I do think we've got a lot of opportunities to go and improve on that. Again, uh, for head and neck, NCI does a fantastic job of breaking down the anatomy. And once you know the anatomy, then the side effects are easier to predict. Great. But, great to know. But yeah, radiation's a lot more like a scalpel than a drug in that regard. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, Hey, my final question is, uh, for nurses who uh, weren't in attendance at the talk, who are listening to this later, are there any take-home messages about radiation you'd like to share with them? First, I've been uh, very happy with uh, some of the people that have gone and reached out, <laughs> try to go and put some stuff on the, the, the uh, ONS communities. I think that's a fantastic resource. Mm -hmm. There are some very good, uh, very experienced people in this profession, and for some of the next steps, really taking uh, radiation oncology nursing into the future, we do need the input of everyone. Yes. And we, we need uh, everybody stepping up and giving their best and, uh, and talking. We need to go and be collaborating more. Yes. Uh, definitely never stop learning. There are techniques that have come out uh, for just about every area of radiation oncology that were we weren't hearing of just a handful of years ago that mm -hmm. all of a sudden are becoming the uh, standard of care. Right. And uh, and again, like I said, uh, learning more about the modality, learning more about radiation in general, I think that uh, better sets us up to go and contribute to the, the future of this uh, specialty and the subspecialty. And the other part is remember the nursing role. Never forget the humanity and the high tech because mm -hmm. that really is our wheelhouse that... Uh, there is starting to be an increasing acknowledgement that uh, the poverty, race, access, geography, that uh, patients are isolated mm -hmm. and uh, they don't know this. And uh, and to go and get them th through therapy the best that we can, we really need to understand how multifactorial, how widespread some of the effects can be. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This was a great conversation. It was great meeting with you. Okay. Well, thank you for the time. Okay.